one. SHIT, oh, yeah. everybody. So, so happy Thursday. And now it's time for James to drop uh, the fire intro. Fire intro. Oh, shoot. I got to pull that up. Hey, that's all right. All you business pros. Before we jump into the show, just a quick reminder to please subscribe on whichever platform it is that you're listening to us on today. Give us a like, a follow, subscribe, and drop a review and help other like-minded business owners find value from our awesome guests as we rise up in the podcast rankings. We will really appreciate it. And if you want to be a guest on the show, we'd love to have you on and learn from you as well. Go to www. How many W's was that? www.businessbros.biz slash podcast guests and schedule your time slot. Don't forget to follow us on all our social media at Business Bros Pod. Ladies and gentlemen, we're so excited, so honored to bring yet another incredible guest to the Business Bros Pod. Check this out. When, when business is spiritual, marketing becomes connecting, selling becomes giving, striving becomes surrendering, and business owners become legacy brand leaders. The main identifier of a legacy brand leader is the intention behind the business. Instead of luxury, success, or fame, a legacy brand builder craves the opportunity to lead humanity into deeper harmony with one another, transform adverse environments into positive catalysts, use your voice, time, and energy for a message of unification, love, and truth, and to leave a legacy for healing to continue with and without us. When a legacy brand when a legacy brand leader feels a calling to create an alternative income stream that aligns with these values, it requires them to leave their full-time jobs and become wholly devoted to their purpose work through a business or, or nonprofit. Wow. Ladies and gentlemen, you will not want to miss today's show. Our guest is accepting only 25 nonprofits and solopreneurs for her 2021 business curriculum. And if you like what you just heard, and if it aligns with your values, you will want to sign up. Joining us today, from Story Speak Enterprises. Welcome to the show, Caitlin Thies. That's so perfect. Shut up and sit down. The Business Bros Podcast was created for you. Learn from the business professionals who come to share their stories. Find out what's working in business on social media, what's hot and what's not, straight from the mouths of successful entrepreneurs out there doing the real work. And now, welcome to another episode of Business Bros. All right, Caleb, before we horribly <laughs> cut you off right there, right? That was, that was terrible. Shut up and sit down. Right? Wow. I, I gotta admit, that was like... That was perfect timing. That was perfect timing. You could have oh, done anything better. Too good. Right? Too good. That. Oh. Yeah, I'm gonna blame you on that one. Yeah. You, yeah. That you was... were a little bit late on the uh, on the video intro. I but, double uh... tapped. That was my bad, dude. I uh, double uh, <laughs> too good. Too good. But Caitlin, welcome to the show. <laughs> thanks, thanks for reading all of that from my website. Great job. It, no, no problem. <laughs> so Honestly, it if I knew. <laughs> No, 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 no. It, it was fine. It was great. Uh, in fact, the reason why I read the whole thing was because to me, it was instantly inspiring. It is something that, you know, I immediately align with. It's very authentic. It's very real. It's, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a heart driven, emotional person. So like all that kind of stuff, like totally speaks to me. So I was like, hell yeah, I'm reading this whole damn thing. This is me. <laughs> awesome. good, good. Plus, plus, it's our show. We can do what we want. Right. <laughs> That's yeah. that's the bottom line, right? That's the bottom line. Yeah. That ain't no country I ever heard of. They speak English and what? 
<laughs> exactly. Exactly. All right, Caitlin. Well, welcome to the program. Uh, we're, we're here to get to know you. So tell me something a little bit interesting about yourself. Well, can I mention, I'm going to say two things. Okay. One, I'm a twin. <gasps> oh, so I'm not actually talking to Caitlin. Right. My brother-in-law says, he's like, how do I know you're Caitlin? Yeah. Yeah. Mm, it's a mystery. And then uh second one is I actually uh, started living off grid recently. Well, so much for that. Now the world knows where you are. Okay, we're seeing <laughs> your IP address and you're being tracked down right now. Watch out. You're going to hear a knock at your door. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so why why go off grid? Why, why, why all of a sudden just decide, you know what? The world's crazy. Okay, I know why. The election. But besides that, right? <laughs> besides <laughs> that. And the election and maybe civil war. <laughs> I get Potentially. it. It's an even number, 2020, and that's it. After yeah. after the Kobe incident, that's it. I'm going off grid. This isn't even happening. What? COVID? No. What? Election? Crazy? No, I'm done. I'm out of here. Let's go. That's funny. No, but why 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 go off grid? Um, because I've always I've always been like really into nature and self sufficiency, right? Especially as business owners, right? Self sufficiency. Mm -hmm. So I was like, well, it's great to be making my own money, but I want to grow my own food and raise my own animals and have a little community where we can depend on each other if shit hits the fan. <laughs> Dude, that's a that's the uh, prepper's dream right there. Yeah. Doomsday prepper dream. My dad yeah. is is all about that life. Like he wants to have that little plot of land that he can just have his chickens and his little animals running around and his uh his his garden. He just lives completely off the land. He's like I I just need the land and he's like I'll put like a little RV. I don't even need like an actual house. And my mom's like hell no, I need AC. There's no way. <laughs> I thought it'd be so much easier. It's extremely challenging and that's why I'm in a house right now. We are living with friends for the winter. <laughs> yeah, right? It is it is extremely challenging. All right, did so you say that you're living in an RV right now? We well, no, we were temporarily, but we're living with a friend right now. I said, oh, oh, it, I, I, I missed that part. I missed that part because I, I loved <laughs> the uh, year that I was RV living. It was fantastic. It was great. Right? It's the See? best experience of my life. Wow, you guys are awesome. So much to talk about. So let me ask you, uh, I'm assuming uh, Story Speaks and the stories that you're telling are parallel to kind of the life that you're living. Is that, is that right? Ooh. Yes. I don't really talk about homesteading, you know, but I talk about more of the internal values, the internal life, the, um, the intentions behind everything I do. So tell me a little bit about the intentions. Why? What, 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 dive a little bit deeper. Give me some detail on that. Sure. And I'm going to back up because I actually um, named the brand in 2014. So at the time, Story Speak Enterprises was a copywriting agency. So Ooh. it made a little more sense, right? But yeah. I, kept, I kept it as Story Speak because I've gotten really good feedback from the name. Ultimately, it's like connection. People are like, I love stories and you're going to help me speak them. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Yes, <laughs> I will. Um, so it still resonates. But so it's it's evolved from like the literal story speak, um, mm -hmm. speaking stories, other people's stories really is what it began as. And now I feel like the name reflects um, the intention of creating something bigger than ourselves that can carry on for generations. 
So yeah, so, you talk about legacy a lot, right? So I mean, yeah. it's it's legacy brand building, and that's different from uh, traditional brand building. Can speak on mm. the legacy part, you know, the the long term legacy that you're trying to leave behind. Thanks for pointing that out. That it's different than traditional brand building. Yes. So okay, specific examples. Um, tell me if you've. I'll just shoot some brand names out and tell me if you've heard of them. Okay, number one, Newman's Own. Do you know Newman's Own? Mm -hmm. Isn't that the you get it at the grocery store, right? Yeah, the head Paul Newman head. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. So he now donates 100% of the profits to charities. So over time they scaled and were able to get their brand to a point where it's like totally self-sufficient, employee owned. Um, and to me, that's a legacy brand. Okay. Number two, Bragg's, Dr. Bragg's vinegar. Mm, that one I'm not as familiar with. All right. So uh, any hippies listening will totally know that brand. <laughs> I'm sure of it. Nice. Um, <laughs> <laughs> So they, uh, I don't, honestly, I don't know too much about them other than, again, really holistic, earth friendly, um, and using money towards like the greater good. Oh, here's another one. Dr. Bronner's. Dr. Bronner's. Okay. You got me. I don't know what that really? one is either. Yeah. Oh, it's really cool. It's, it's a soap with 18 uses. I, what, 18 uses of soap? I thought they, <laughs> as far as I'm concerned, soap does one thing. It, it makes you undirty. That's it. Yeah, you have to get it. It's amazing. 18 uses and it smells really good. So it's like aromatherapy. Is shampoo one of them? Because it wouldn't work for me. It is actually. But you can also <laughs> give yourself a head massage by putting on a, a damp, hot towel and just, it's perfect. Craig says, hey, y'all, what business are you in? Uh, Story hmm? Speak Enterprises, marketing, <laughs> consulting. <laughs> Had to throw it out there. Had to throw it out there. So <laughs> Okay, so so you're working with these brands, uh, and and some of them are doing some amazing things, right? Giving back some of these profits is 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 awesome. It's amazing, uh, and you know we we're fans of the Forrest Gump uh, storyline, right? That's good. One less thing. So if you're in a position where you don't have to make that much money, one of the things Forrest says uh, in in the movie is, you know, there's only so much money you need in life. After that, everything else is it's it's for showing off. And so when you're talking about some of these brands and what they're doing, um, how is that translating into what they're doing as far as a legacy is concerned? So they got they they created their product, they scaled, they made something huge, something big out of their stuff, and now they're giving back. How does that create? How does that speak to the legacy building that you're talking about? Well, it speaks to it because so when we see the legacy brand leaders that I'm talking about, you only see the end result, right? Like we see, mm -hmm. wow, they've made it. They're on the product shelves. They're global. They are partnering with charities all over the world, right? But so how it reflects what I'm doing and the legacy brand building is starting the framework for that because it all starts with the intention to become that big from the beginning. Like when you're a solopreneur, when you're working mm. on your business in your basement, you know, and I feel like so many people, they're like, oh, I need more money to do this first. I need once I have money, then I'll help people. Right. And mm. often people don't get that far because they're building a cage around themselves. And I feel like a lot of people use business thinking that the business needs them to thrive. So the legacy brand leader thing is we're going to help you create the structure that will support a team to carry your business or technology or both to carry your business for lifetimes. And so it's like, it's almost, it's hard because the legacy brand leaders that I just pointed to, you can't see their internal structures, their business structures, but so that's, that's what I'm referring to. 
Oh man, you're speaking my language. James and I okay. just finished the episode uh, on the Insurance Bro Show, and we've been talking about this for a long time. The people that we want to talk to on a regular basis are those employee, or sorry, those solopreneurs that are stuck. Right? They feel trapped. They've plateaued at some point. They find themselves working 10-hour days, 12-hour days, and they don't know if they even like what they do anymore. But they've lost their way because when they first got into business, they didn't get into business to be stuck and to have a job that they owned as being self-employed. They got into business to create something bigger than themselves, something they can walk away from and have the time, the freedom to do what they want to do. But they they get lost in the minutiae of that day-to-day operation. Right? They get lost mm-hmm. in, in taking care care of the client and, and processing this paperwork. And all of a sudden they find themselves overwhelmed with all these things and they lack that little bit of that next level entrepreneur, that, that becoming a business owner and having that, um, system in place, having that structure in place. That's the difference between those super successful people, which you're, what we're calling scaling, right? The super successful people and the, everybody else that gets burnt out that, that ends up, you know, when they want to retire, there's actually no retirement. They try to sell their business. They can't sell their business for any type of multiplier. It gets, it's just them when they end, when they decide to stop working, they stop working. Uh, so tell me about the, you know, those processes that you're talking about. Uh, what have you learned in working with these legacy brands that can help that solopreneur take their business to that next level? Yeah, good question. Okay, well, first let me say that I, the, uh, what inspired this like legacy brand leader curriculum and teaching business owners this way was because I used to work at Big Pharma. So to work as a global marketing coordinator, seeing all of their internal processes and procedures and being like, whoa, people with good hearts really need this. <laughs> you know, they need to know how to do this. Um, so I'll start with branding. There's like, I feel like at least in my uh, from my perspective, there's three core structures in business and in this order, branding, marketing, sales. And so we start with branding structure, and that is to um, make the brand about the people you serve, not about the appearance or image of what you're trying to sell. Right. So then mm-hmm. by knowing your audience, really getting in their heads and in their souls, like feeling them, you speak their language and um, from there, uh, being able to have procedures to teach teammates, you know, current or future teammates, how to replicate this brand experience, right? And these brand feelings and everything. And so it starts um, by the business owner just doing exercises for themselves. And instead of just doing things because they know to do it, right? Like how many people mm-hmm. start a social media account and they're like, oh, I was told to. And they just go through the motions for years, you know. Wait, hang on. <laughs> I'm like, she, this she, is why she we talking should, to us. Is she talking, is she talking to me? Because <laughs> this, this is our podcast story. Say, Hold up! Wait a minute! <laughs> Wait a minute! <laughs> oh, oh, uh, yeah. So you understand perfectly, then people. Yeah, know. absolutely. absolutely. I love I love what Craig's saying here. So people need to change. For change to happen, nothing changes. If nothing changes, we're the sum of all our choices. So a little confusing there, a little bit, but we are the sum of all our choice uh, of all our choices. Everything that we decide to do ultimately becomes who we are. And what you're talking about here is is making those those you know decisions with one thing in mind. And what happens in reality is a whole different ballgame. So how do we avoid the trap though? How do we avoid falling into the same thing that 95% of those entrepreneurs that set out on this grand mission fall into? I think it's knowing your why. 
Like, yes. and, yeah. James is a fan of the Y. James is a big huge fan. fan of the big Y. Big fan. Yeah, Simon Sinek, right? The he hell yes, absolutely. Yep. Yeah, so that's why the majority of the exercise I even have in the curriculum, it's like, it's like uh, just literally revisiting the why at every step. Like, okay, now we have the procedures for branding. Let's go into sales. Why are we reaching out to these people? And usually it's like to get, right? But it's like, no, it's not to get. It's just to give. And then people like unravel themselves from <laughs> from starting what? to, you well, know. It's a total mind blown. But but see what you're yeah. talking about here. It, 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 here's where I think a lot of entrepreneurs get lost, right? They hear cliche lines like, I think it's your why. And they're like, oh, it's my why. And they spend like two minutes trying to figure that why out. And they're like, no, this is stupid. This doesn't work, right? You don't understand the power of what happens when you have clarity of vision. The, the mm-hmm. whole purpose of having that vivid vision plan is not to have some plan and some hope and some dream. It's because once you know where you're going, it's going to guide every decision you make. The reason you get up and you're like, oh, what am I going to do today? Well, if you have your vision in front of you, you know the steps that you're going to take in that direction. If you have to decide on a marketing campaign well, which one should I pick? Well, which one aligns with the vision that you're trying to get to? It's a huge part of what you're doing. It's not some simple concept of, well, it's your why. It gets so diluted when we when we drop into our cliches if we don't know the power of what that thing is doing for us. So, yeah. so you know, and, and that's what you're talking about, the mind blown, right? When, when you finally yeah. figure out the power of that vivid vision, the power of that why, that's your guiding light. Yeah. And what's interesting is I feel like what you're really uh, differentiating is emotionally driven business owners versus logically driven business owners where it's like, it's okay to have emotion and be passionate. But when we lead by emotion and are like that, you know, that hopey dreamy thing, and we just let our dreams guide us. Um, and we don't so have nice. a way to get there. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's not the why. And I feel like so many people do. They say the why is because I'm going to save the world you know, and I'm doing it. <laughs> and it's like, okay, but do you know where you're going? Do you know the ROI? Do you know the metrics? You know? Yeah. So, well, yeah. And, and, and it's the fluff story, right? It's, it's that easy button fluff story to almost everything we do. So, and, and I talk to entrepreneurs a lot and I get this answer all the time. So why did you, well, I'm here to help people. Well, yeah, of course, <laughs> but that is not the ultimate why. Yeah, yes, you feel better when you give. Yes, you're out there to be of service to other people, but that's not the entire vision. That's a only the, only a small part of what you're trying to develop. Your vivid vision. I mean, when James talks about his vision, it it is it's everything. It's from where he's going to live, what car he's going to drive, to how many employees, what is it that they do, where are they going as a company, what's the revenue look like. It's deep. I mean, it's yeah. deep and he didn't come up with it. it. The vision that he's created, it wasn't one day, two days, you know, an hour's worth of work. This was a long drawn out progress and it's, and it's a living document. So it's not like it's done either. It continues no. to shift as you get closer and closer to that <laughs> end goal. I actually, I have it all, I have it all written down in here. Uh, it, it took me a month just to develop like the foundation of wow. my why statement. It took me about a month. And then it's been, uh, you know, evolving ever since to, to what it is today. So, yeah, Love definitely, it. definitely what not. Use? What did you write it in? Is that like a special journal or? Uh, yeah, sort of. So I'm, I'm part of this uh, master, mastermind called Junto. And uh, it's uh, a weekly planner that, you know, I just print out every week. And it's just, you know, part of 
it's how I plan my day. It's how I plan my week. It's part of my, my goal setting framework and it's how I get shit done. <laughs> so, cool. so you reminded me, I would like to talk about like, okay, well, how do we know our why or how do we plan it out? Like James mm -hmm. did so well. Mm -hmm. um, I have to share with everyone that I have this really cool thing called the legacy brand map. Well, now I call it the pledge map because I'm trying to get people to like make, make pledges for impact, you know, make a plan, commit to making a plan by the end of the call, essentially. And it's just like this four page document where you go down and ask very basic, what's your passion? Oh, okay. Um, how do you feel when you pursue your passion? Now, how do your buyers feel when they receive from you? Mm. And then like all these just internal questions where no one, where um, we might never ask these questions ourselves if no one else does it for us, you mm. know? Yeah. So, and I like how you call it the pledge because really what it comes down to is are you willing to commit first and foremost to yourself? Like yes. you, we're so quick to say, you know, I'm going to commit to my spouse. I commit to my kids. I commit to my customers. I commit to my business. What about you? Like you, you can't do anything for anybody else until you decide to do something for yourself, until you know where you're going, until you know what your value is, until you know what you want in life. The level that you're going to help other people is, is SHIT so happy it's Thursday. Like it's, it's horrible, right? You're not going to be able to help people at the level that you want to, because you don't know what it is that you want out of life. Yeah. So if you're pledging, if you're committing to yourself, which is one of the hardest things to do, I commit to stopping, stop smoking cigarettes, or I commit to stop eating junk food, or I commit to whatever it's going to be in your own life. If you're, if you're defaulting on the guy that's looking at you in the mirror or the gal that's looking at you in the mirror, that's a big problem to to cure first and foremost. So so I, I love that you're using it as a pledge. How's that been compared to the legacy? Whew. Well, I'll speak for from my legacy as an example. It's been tremendously helpful um, because so it starts off really simple and it's like this baseline really that one can revisit throughout your um, business journey, right? So it's like, oh man, I don't if you if we feel um, unmotivated or just like we're not getting the results we want, just revisit the legacy brand map and say, oh yeah, that's why I'm doing it because I want this in the future. I want this long-term, this is what I'm really going for. I'm not just going for a sale, uh, sales day by day, surviving day by day. So um, in terms of legacy, I feel like the legacy brand map or the pledge map, it helps really um, keep the long-term picture in mind and as a focal point. So you can just, no matter what you're experiencing in business or in life, you just like stay focused on that. And that's ultimately where you're going to lead up where you're going to lead yourself, you know, cause you're not just worrying about, um, getting through the day. Yeah. Yeah. It's beyond the day. And, and, and you, I'm surprised if people actually plan their day. They're, they're not allowed. I, and there's been a many, many years. I mean, I'm 38 years old and there's been a good 32 years or so that I don't plan my day. I just kind of had this concept and idea and I wake up and kind of get stuff done. And you yeah. know, the, the day, the morning happens and you know, kids or whatever family and something comes up and the day's over and then I look back and I'm like well, well no, I don't know what I got done today I got a little bit done I mean I'm still here but it was never a good progress point it's not until I started using journaling on a regular basis I have a journal in the morning I write down you know my my, my affirmations whatever script that I'm working on trying to memorize and my daily intent for that day and these this is what I'm getting done and you know at the end of the day I reflect on what happened in the day and what do I want to accomplish the next day it keeps me going in the direction that I want Want to go in in line with with uh, with a larger vision. James's vision's way detailed. Uh, I'm not as good as him, but at least I have a good idea because we talk on a regular basis. I mean, 
at least twice a day because we do two shows. <laughs> <clears throat> but even more so, you know, we, we talk a lot about where we want to go. So we have a good idea every single day as to where we're going towards. That's our North Star. But even then, even if you have a North Star, as vague or as detailed as it's going to be, keeping track of your day-to-day is also vitally important because otherwise, how are you looking at the metrics, right? How, how well did you do? How how can you improve? If it, What did you say, James? If it, if it can't be measured, it can't, if it can't can be, be measured, it can, be, it can be measured. It can be improved, right? Yep. Yes. I'm, you guys are really enlightened. I'm just like enlightening. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're woke. It's 2020. We're woke. <laughs> <sighs> the light is blinding me. I just need a moment. Um, <laughs> well, call uh, the twin in, then then, then take switch. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was gonna say too. You guys are reminding me of. Uh, have you ever read? Outwitting the Devil by Napoleon Hill. Yes, yeah. very That's good exactly book. what this is, like drifters versus non-drifters. And so the drifters, yep. which are, I had a call with one today, you know, um, um, okay, I'm calling out the spiritual people in particularly, because this is what, um, that's the target audience that I work with, because I feel like um, these creatives and spiritual people really need that guidance, right? There's nothing on the market to really serve them. It just kind of enables that like floating, if you will. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, um, uh, yeah, I just really appreciate you guys uh, emphasizing the reality of, uh, like you said, progress to track and improve. That and that's yeah. uh, that's one of those things. With I mean, you're you're talking about uh, the religious people, right? So, is that the what? spiritual thing you're talking about, uh, or kind of define but... the define that spiritual part so I can get a oh, good sure. idea of who you're talking to? So I would say spiritual, and by the way, I hate saying that because like we're all spiritual beings, like we're all we're humans, you know, with spirits. So we all um, have a soul. I mean, at some soul. point <laughs> the soul leaves, and we're just carcass left over, right? So yeah, we're spiritual <laughs> beings at some point. But I guess what I'm talking about is the people who are ultra creative and spiritual, and being that it seems I've seen a pattern um, where the people who identify with spiritual work, uh, so like energy workers, um, holistic holistic practitioners, even. Um, uh, metaphysicists, <laughs> you know, people in that not general field of studies and expertise, um, mm-hmm. at least the ones I've dealt with, uh, seem to lack the skills to be uh, focused, organized, and uh, like... Is- is Measure. it because their creative mind kind of takes them in different directions? Yeah, I, 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 yeah. I know James, James had to leave. He had a he had an appointment he had to go to. But you know, he he's the one that keeps me in line. Uh, I'm very overview type person, right? So I'm like, ooh, this is a good idea. We should do this, right? And and uh, and he's very systematic. He's very, uh, you know, what steps do I need to do to get to yeah. from point A to point B? And so, you know, we, we've been we've been really focusing our attention this last uh, few weeks on on really honing in on our ideal client for the insurance bro show that we're looking for. Because, I mean, an insurance agent, you think it's just an insurance agent. But if we can really hone in on who we're talking to, it makes our messaging that much better. And uh, and and we'll we'll have discussions and we'll have ideation periods. And we're talking about and he's you know, he's writing everything down as I'm just, you know, throwing out my, you know, verbal uh, vomit or whatever you want to call it. All these ideas coming out of my mind. Uh, and then he'll stop me. And he's like, stop flip-flopping. This is who we're talking about. Let's go back to this person, right? Mm-hmm. And that, and that's kind of, you know, when you're talking about that spiritual person or you're talking about that creative, creative. Uh, yeah. that's where that's where I think a, a lot of people have problems. My wife tells me the same thing. Focus on the one, get that yeah. one, make that one awesome, and then move on to the other one. And that's, yeah. 
That's you know, not should, easy. It's not. And it, well, I just think it's so important to break the illusion that it's like um, who we are, right? Who we are is chaos and or mm. disorganized and disoriented. And um, so the reason I started the legacy brand leader curriculum was after consulting with individuals who are creatives. I just naturally gravitate towards creative people because I'm also creative. And, uh, you know, they pay so much money to consultants and for people to fix their problems, but they would never um, invest in learning why uh, they had problems to begin with or why the corrections from the consultant worked, you know? But and so I feel like, yeah. I feel like, you know, in other words, you pay so many people to tell you that none of them is, or none of them are actually going to tell you that you're the problem and they're going to try to fix everything else about you, but nobody's going to sit down and tell you, look, dude, look in the mirror. You're the freaking problem here. Yes, exactly. And one day I kind of had a, like, I had to sit with myself because I was like, I don't feel good about this anymore. Like I was like conning them, you know, <laughs> like, exactly <laughs> said. like I can't take your money anymore. I just want you to learn. <laughs> you you, know? you got to make then, a change, right? You yeah. have to, at some point you got to decide yeah. that and, and take that accountability, take the responsibility mm -hmm. that the change falls on you. There's nobody else. Yeah. You can you can never change other people and you know I say this all the time you have the you have a responsibility you have the ability to respond to any situation whatever the whatever the the response you have that is under your control what everybody else does you don't have control over that so and we spend so much time when you're talking about creatives or or even entrepreneurs or whatever we spend so much time trying to change other people change their vote change their opinion change their point of view change other people when it's us that's the problem. If we change our own perspective, our own opinions, our own beliefs into where we want to go, the rest doesn't matter. Like the, yeah. the other people will fall into place. I promise you, but yeah. you have to look inside first. Yeah. And that's the, such the cool thing about it is instead of worrying about um, hiring the right person for marketing or getting the right results, once you know what you're doing and like, oh, proven and test what works, then you just hire someone to do what you know works. Mm -hmm. And so it like eradicates so many problems thereafter. So it's really cool. It's, it's so funny. If you can just unplug yourself, it'll probably work better. <laughs> Take yourself out of the total equation, you know, be the outside person looking into your own life. And guess what? It'll probably solve the problem. Now, yeah. I, Caitlin, it's, it's been awesome talking to you. I've had, I've had a good time talking to you. About, honestly, this, this sort of stuff, you know, that the whole accountability, the whole, you know, building legacy, you know, saying, saying things like, Oh, I want to give back versus actually building a, a brand and a, and a business that actually does that. Uh, that speaks, you know, volumes to, to the way I was raised as a, as a kid, you know, parents and stuff. Uh, but also to the way we operate our business, literally on, on the insurance bro show, I told you, and we're, we're finalizing this, but basically we're, we're going to be, our, our little motto is going to be, we're the, we're the company that overpays their agents and gives away cool shit. Like that's going to be our <laughs> motto because that's what we do. We love to, you know, we, I love to incentivize people and be like, you totally earn this, this extra cash. Here you go. That's for you. Oh, you, yeah. you need, you need more education. Cool. Here's the, here's the training manual. What you need this. Here you go. Like we love to give away cool stuff and at the same time pay the people you know, more than what they're worth, because we know that yeah. overall, that's going to be something that brings us more credibility, more leverage, more legacy over time. Yeah, I love it. It was so great speaking with you too. Thank you so much. Yeah, thanks for coming on the show. All right, ladies and gents, uh, SHIT for sure. Or you know what? Before we go, because I always forget this part, can you tell our listening audience, uh, especially because, you know, they might not be able to see what's on the screen, how do they get a hold of you if they want to work with you? 
Okay, you can reach me on Instagram and Facebook, but I prefer Instagram, uh, storyspeak.enterprises or storyspeak.net. That's how you can get a hold of me. Boom. All right, Kaylin, here we go. End of the show. Ladies and gents, uh, it is SHIT. So happy it's Thursday. We'll see you again tomorrow. <laughs> I love that that analogy. I didn't come up with it. I just use it all the time. Uh, I used to we'll see you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm going to turn that into a The method I have, the shit method. <laughs> the shit method. The so happy it's Thursday method. All right, ladies and gents, we'll see you again next time on tomorrow on Friday. Peace, and we're out. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Business Bros Podcast. Are you looking to get more clients or to increase your income? Hernan, the business bro, can help you generate referrals through the power of podcasting. And James, the insurance bro with Pipeline Insurance, can help you effectively add insurance to your existing business. If you are ready to create wealth today and generational wealth for tomorrow, email businessbros at csfirst.com to schedule a free consultation or join the Business Bros Network, www.businessbros.biz.